Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about how angels came and ministered to Jesus. We see there's these times in the Bible, especially one time when Jesus is in the wilderness. He's getting tempted by the devil. And after that time, it says the angels came and ministered to him. I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe in the time where he's in the Garden of Gethsemane, sweating drops of blood, he's preparing for the cross. I believe there's a time there where angels came and ministered to him as well. And I was reminded of this yesterday or two days ago. And I was getting ready to record our communion meditation for the day. And I felt like God just wanted me to have a time of just my own personal communion. So I didn't record a video that day. It had been a just a crazy, busy week. Stuff coming at me kind of from every angle. Got some new things going on. There's just a lot of pressure right now. Lots of things going on. Seems like there's more to do than you can get done in a day. And I'm trying to get this video done throughout the day, and it's just not happening. I felt like God wanted me to take a personal time. And during that time, I felt like God showed me something, which was he said, you know, you, you for me personally, you spend time ministering out to other people. But even Jesus needed to be ministered to. Angels came and ministered to him. And it was a time, this time of communion that I had with him. Just a time where God ministered to me. I don't know if it was God, Jesus, angels, I don't know, but I, I could feel it happening. And I came out of that time of just personal communion with him, refreshed, reinvigorated. So I think there's some times, especially you see Jesus in those times where he's going through a lot. He's getting tempted by the devil. He's under the pressure of the cross. In those times, the angels come and minister to him. So we're going to take communion over this today, asking for God's help with this. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm not exactly sure where you're trying to what you're trying to show us with this. But I know we see this example in the Bible. I know just the other day you told me, sometimes you need to come and minister to us. And so for anybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, anybody connected to them that needs you to come in and minister to them, that you would just send your angels to do that, however it is that you do that. We're asking for your help with that today. The Bible tells us that our angels ministering spirits sent to those who are God's people. I forget the exact phrasing, but something along those lines. Aren't they all ministering spirits? So Heavenly Father, we're asking for wisdom and insight and understanding into this. And I just thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. I thank you that Jesus was smitten so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us, and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe, the same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand. 
far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in the one to come. If I'll ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us, let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace, your love and your goodness, and to let it flow through us. So that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And I should stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I'm just reminded as we're talking about this. In the physical world that we can see, we can hear, and we can sense that our senses function in. It's very limited. Think about it. There's things that animals can hear that we can't hear. Things that animals can see that we can't see. There's this whole invisible realm that we can't see or hear or sense. In fact, it's shown in science that the visible realm and the, the realm that we hear in is only one billionth, one billionth of, with a B, of the entire spectrum that's out there. I'm reminded of the time where, it's I think it's Elisha, prays for his servant's eyes to be open. He can see all the angels that are surrounding them. So Heavenly Father, we just thank you. Thinking of the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. God sent us Jesus. We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray. And he laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes, we've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed by God so that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. All through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand. And he raised us up together with him and seated us together with him. Made us one with him. And something God taught me the other day during that time when he was ministering to me. Is that communion is to be a celebration of our union, our unity, our oneness with him. It's to celebrate that we get to live this life connected with him. We can walk in the light as he is in the light. We can have fellowship with him, fellowship with one another. So, Father, I thank you for this bread. And I ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. <clears throat> Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, pour it out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness. 
and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. His blood washes us and cleanses us, makes us new, gives us this fresh start in life today. We get this cup of participation, the bread of participation. We get to do life together with God, learning how to rest and trust in him and allowing him to do that work through us. So, Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Be of your juice, you can take your juice. <clears throat> All right, let's talk about where we are right now on God's calendar. So we are right now in what's called the 10 days of all. The 10 days that run from Rosh Hashanah, also known as the Feast of Trumpets, up into the Day of Atonement, also known as Yom Kippur. And today, as we're as this video is coming out, it's going to be day number seven. And this is a time to be searching our hearts and our minds, taking action, making corrections, making adjustments. Because in the Jewish culture, that 10th day, the Day of Atonement, was considered the holiest day of the year. It was the one day of the year when the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies and make atonement for the sins of the people for the year. And so they put a huge emphasis on getting everything righted by that day. It's like a major deadline for the year. It's like the close of the year. And so as you have a deadline, there's always going to be an increase in pressure. The closer you get to the deadline, there's an increase in pressure. It's also going to feel like time slows down quite a bit these next couple of days, which is a gift for us so that we can get more done. And during those 10 days, I usually do a Daniel fast every year. I'm in the process of it right now. Daniel fast is to eat only things that could be grown from a seed. Fruits, vegetables, beans, nuts, whole grains, those types of things. And drinking only water. And we're going through this Daniel fast. We're getting close to the end of it here. And on the 10th day, we do a total fast on the Day of Atonement. Total fast. No food or water from about 6 p.m. on October 4th of this year until 6 p.m. of October 5th. As during that time, it's a reminder for us that Jesus is our faithful high priest. And I found that if I go through this process, we're taking action, we're clearing out our conscience, we're taking, clearing out all that to-do list that's on the inside, searching our hearts, searching our minds, making adjustments, increasing our awe and reverence of God. All things we should be doing all the time. We've got a reminder, just in case we ever get off track. Did you get to that day of atonement? You have some of the clearest words from God that you've ever heard. You'll just feel clean inside and out. I want you to think of atonement at one. You'll feel the closeness to God, a oneness with him like you've never felt before. And hopefully that's going to go to a new level every single year as we come around to that day again. But I hope this is helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.